आमीन When we look at the book of Genesis chapter 12 we see that there are three promises given to our father Abraham the first is of the land that they will possess second that they will be a great nation and third that they will be a blessing to all of the inhabitants of the earth these were the three promises given to abraham by god as covenant now in the old age that abraham was in as well as his wife sarah it could have been easy for him to disbelieve to be discouraged that the god of the universe which had spoken to him how could he ever bring this to pass how could he ever do this in my life how is this possible that is something that each one of us goes through we face challenges in our life we become disbelieving we become sorrowful we become frustrated we doubt god but the bible says that abraham was not like that the apostle paul speaks to us today in romans chapter 4 that abraham's faith was unwavering he had strong belief that the promises that god had given to him would come to pass and therefore it was counted unto abraham as righteousness abraham's faith was unwavering the word unwavering we might get an imagery of a wave moving being tossed to and fro by the wind maybe my faith is like that like a wave moving back and forth not for abraham he was unwavering he stood strong in his belief and that is why god was able to work through him today we remember our fathers abraham isaac and jacob and through their lineage the son of god jesus christ would come into the world to die for my sin and for your sin and to bring us eternal salvation and also that the promises that were given to Abraham are not only for the Jewish people but we are the people of God all of us become the people of God the promises of God are for us today here and now in the gospels if you look at it in its totality there are three promises that Jesus Christ 
gives to all of us. First is that we have a purpose in life. Many people are living in this world without purpose. They don't know that God has a plan for them. That God has a way for them. What is our purpose? Our purpose is to glorify God, to live for God, and to worship Him. We are taking part in this purpose here and right now. Whatever God wants to do into your life, and whatever He wants to do for your family, that He will do. But will you today submit to Him? Will you today say that I want to live for Him? God wants to fulfill the purpose in your life, but we have to submit to Him. We have to be unwavering. We have to be strong in our belief. God will not give your possessions to anybody. He will not give your talents to the person next to you. He has given everything for you, and it is yours alone. No one can take it from you. I look at my life, and I know that those six years that I spent as assistant begot at St. Thomas Unruh, it was for me. It wasn't for anyone else. No one could come and take a hold of that. No one could come and fill that position because that position was for me. In the same way, this position that I am in right now is for me. No one can take that. So therefore, the purposes of God are always fulfilled in our life. You are in the position you are in right now because God is fulfilling the purpose in your life. Don't be waving, wavering around. Do not be disbelieving, but be unwavering and be strong in your faith. Secondly, it is that all the things that happen in your life are for your benefit. Can you imagine that? It's hard to believe. It's so hard to believe that when I was writing this, I couldn't believe it myself. I said to God, I'm going to preach this, but I have a difficult time. See, we're not all perfect in this. And I don't think Abraham was perfect either. But there was something about him, deep down inside his bones, that gave him strength to overcome the life challenges that he was facing and to always believe in God. You see, you make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But the key is, are you going to look at those mistakes and say, this is going to turn out for my benefit? I know that sometimes that we think that's selfish, isn't it? Or we think that, that we're thinking about ourselves too much. But I don't think so. The Bible says in Jeremiah that God has plans for us that benefit us, a future, and He will never harm us. And so therefore, your mistake this past week, the sin that you're going through in your life right now, I am telling you by the promise of God that that is going to come out for your benefit. God is going to use that situation in your life, that mistake in your life, 
that sin in your life so that it could benefit you and those around you. Mistakes are there. But use that and understand that it is for your benefit. Nothing is a mistake in God's eye. Nothing you've done is a mistake. It's going on now because God is doing something amazing in your life. Are you ready to see that? And when you see that, that's when amazing things happen. That's when miracles happen in your life. And finally, the promise of salvation. We're all here, but I might not be here tomorrow. I don't know. I know that some of my close friends, they passed away. I know that in these COVID times, our family members left this world. We didn't expect to be here in this pandemic, wearing masks, doing liturgy with six people. It wasn't our expectation. It's not something that we thought would happen, but that is life. Though whatever comes in our life, do we hold on to the promise of salvation that Jesus Christ has given to us? If we leave this world right now, do we believe that we will be with Jesus Christ? Is your faith moving around, tossed like a wave in the wind, or is it strong, unwavering? And are you willing to stand and say, I believe in Jesus, I will live for Jesus, so that when my time comes, expectedly or unexpectedly, I am ready. So my dear friends, the promises of Abraham are to you, because his seed is Jesus Christ. Not of the flesh alone, but of God also. And so therefore, we are of Christ, and that promise is for us. And may the seed of salvation take root in our hearts so that we might live for Him. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. O Heavenly Father, we submit before You all things that we have done, willingly and unwillingly, knowingly and unknowingly, against Your will. And we know that through the receiving of Your precious body and blood, that we will be healed, and that we will be made whole. I pray for all those right now who are watching, and for those who cannot receive your body and blood. But yet, O oh Lord, in a miraculous way, in a spiritual way, be there for them right now. Enter into their heart and heal them from their diseases. Heal them from their sicknesses. Heal them from their depression. Heal them from their sorrow. Heal them from their marriage problems. Heal the families that need to be healed. Strengthen our single people, our young people, so that they might live for you in the colleges, in the high schools, and especially when they go to the workplace. Help every single one of Lord Jesus Christ for without you, we can do nothing. And we can be nothing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Today we remember His Holiness Basilios Gyrgis, the first Catholicos of the East. Oh, 